What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 78 of Garcia Sports Garage podcast. Today's episode, we're talking Matthew Stafford and the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams and why Stafford should be an American icon, the Lakers, dysfunction, front office, and on the court, James Harden, Ben Simmons, and that cupcake dev Kevin Durant, why no one's watching the Olympics, and I give you my review of Dexter, the revitalization of Miami's favorite serial killer in the revamped series, New Blood. Thank you for joining in, listening. 15 minutes, your time is valuable. I understand that. So that's why I'll give you the best content in under 15 minutes. Listen to me, download, share, follow. Please put the word out. You can follow me on Instagram, GSG Podcast. All the episodes available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So, the Los Angeles Rams, they did it. They went out. They purchased Matthew Stafford. Odell Beckham Jr., Vaughn Miller, got Eric Weddle to come out of retirement. All of that money, all of that work paid off. Los Angeles Rams beat the Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl 56. Aaron Donald should have been the MVP, but I won't go into that debate. I want to talk about Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford was one of my favorite quarterbacks in college at Georgia. Then he went to Detroit, where no one heard from him again. Sure, he had a couple playoff appearances. No one cared. Every year, he was like top 10 in the most popular quarterback statistics. No one even batted an eye. And here he is in LA, a new town, new head coach, new system, new teammates. And he has three come from behind victories in the postseason. Are you surprised? Maybe 90% of the country, not me. Not people who have followed Matthew Stafford for the past 12, 13, 15 years. Matthew Stafford did it the way most people should. He was on a terrible team. Horrendous ownership. And yet he went to work. He didn't complain. He didn't ask to be traded. He put in the work day in and day out. He kept his head down. He persevered. And he gave it his all. That's the American dream. Matthew Stafford and Mike Trout are similar in this regard. No one really watched them during their years in Detroit. And now Mike Trout with the Angels in Anaheim. Because they don't win. I'm not saying Matthew Stafford is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But he's clearly a Hall of Famer now that he's a Super Bowl champion. And Mike Trout... 90% of the country, they've never even seen him play because he's never in the playoffs, only one time. Matthew Stafford deserved this. He is a true role model for boys and girls, men and women alike. Give it your all. Don't give up. Don't complain. Don't air out your dirty laundry. Keep your head down. Do the work and good things will come. Matthew Stafford. In a year where we had Some of the greatest football games we've ever seen. Chargers, Raiders, overtime, last game of the regular season. Patrick Mahomes beating the Buffalo Bills in 13 seconds left on the clock. Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back MVPs with a whole vaccination scandal. Hell, we even had an NFL head coach lose a game, not get on a plane back with his team, and have a co-ed grind up on him like it was 1995. What a year in the NFL. 
The Rams deserved it. Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, OBJ. Really quick on OBJ. He had more touchdowns in this half of a season with the Rams than he did in his whole tenure in Cleveland. You think it was OBJ or maybe Baker Mayfield? So congratulations to Matthew Stafford. He's a true champion, a true American, and he deserves every ounce of this celebration. All right, so you know I love talking about hashtag not my king and the Los Angeles Lakers. You know I love it. I relish in it. I look forward to the chance to break them down, and here we are again. The trade deadline went, it left, and they did nothing. A big fat goose egg zero. And then stories come out. The Lakers front office, LeBron, AD, wanted to make moves, but they didn't. Rumors were coming out that they wanted to get rid of Russell Westbrook. But they didn't. LeBron saying that they need help. They didn't go out and get any. The Lakers are one of the most dysfunctional franchises in the NBA because of one man. Hashtag not my king. Arguably one of the greatest players of all time. You could argue one or two. Right behind Michael Jordan. I don't deny his effort. I don't deny his greatness. But I deny the fact that he wants to run his team from the front office down to the court. It doesn't work that way. This is all on him. This is on Rob Polinka. This is on Frank Vogel, allowing LeBron James to have full control. The Lakers are a bad team. It's been a long time since I've said the Lakers are a bad team. I said it last time. You got old dudes. You got guys who could barely run up and down the court. You got guys sitting out. You have Russell Westbrook saying the reason his back hurts because he's not used to sitting. Really? You're a grown man and you're complaining that you're sitting and that's why you're injured? You can't make that up. What about this James Harden and Ben Simmons trade? I got something to say about that. This is a three-layer story. So let me start off with James Harden. James Harden is one of the biggest crybabies in the NBA. He gets traded to the Philadelphia 76ers and he says he's always wanted to go to the 76ers. What's that about? Second part of the story, Ben Simmons. He goes to the Brooklyn Nets and he says playing with Kyrie and Kevin Durant is going to be scary. This coming from a guy who is as fragile as they come. He's never been able to hit a jump shot. He's not mentally stable. And he's saying it's going to be scary? Do you believe him? When's the last time he's played a full season? When's the last time he's made three shots in a row? It's funny. A few years ago, I went to Whistler, Canada with my buddies for a bachelor party. And one of our bartenders uh, knew Ben Simmons from Australia. She went to school with him. And she said even in high school, he was afraid to take big shots and he was never a consistent shooter. And that's carried on. So I don't believe that Ben Simmons is going to make this team scary. And lastly, you have Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the reason for this trade again. I called Kevin Durant a few years ago the millennial cupcake when it was... 
discovered that he had a burner account on Twitter because he couldn't face his haters. Everywhere Kevin Durant has gone, he has alienated teammates. Golden State Warriors, he didn't like playing with Steph Curry. Oklahoma City, he didn't get along with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Now in Brooklyn, apparently he couldn't get along with James Harden again. Kevin Durant is one of the greatest shooters of our lifetime. But he's also one of the most difficult players to coach and be a teammate of. It amazes me. You have these multi-million dollar athletes who are as fragile as they come. They can't take criticism. They want everything catered to them. And they have to have burner accounts to face people on Twitter. It doesn't make sense. Never has. One, why are you looking at Twitter? Two, why are you firing off shots behind a burner account? Says a lot about your ego and you as a human being. The NBA has just become no such thing as contracts, no loyalty. I'm not a big fan. Lakers, bad team. The Brooklyn Nets, not going to go far. And the 76ers, if James Harden feels like it, he could be a great asset. And if not, the process is still going. All right, so if you didn't know, the uh, Winter Olympics have been going on 13 hours ahead of us. Did you know? Have you been watching? I haven't. Do you think it's because Communist China is hosting them? Do you think maybe because no one really cares about the Winter Olympics? Could it be that there are no fans? Could it be that if an athlete says something wrong, they can disappear? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to waste my time watching something in a communist country with no fans, with athletes and activities and events that are just not fun to watch. I mean, Sean White just had his last run of his Olympic career. Did anybody tune in? Did anybody watch the highlights? There's a report, uh, an article written by Joe Morgan, a sports reporter. So according to NBC Sports, the opening ceremony drew just 16 million viewers. That's a 43% decrease since the 2018 Olympic game. Maybe people just aren't as interested in the Olympics as they were when I was growing up. Maybe social media has something to do with it. You don't need to watch. The second it happens, it's on Twitter and Instagram. To be fair, I've never been a huge fan of the Winter Olympics. I've always been more of a Summer Olympics fan. But the numbers don't lie. And the American people just don't care about these Winter Olympics. Not That doesn't take anything away from these athletes who have trained their whole lives to win, to compete for that gold medal. But, uh, I mean, the women's hockey team couldn't even beat Canada. And uh, we have an American-born Chinese competitor who's playing, competing for China instead of the United States. So just a lot of controversy. You know, communist country hosting it. Uh, they're putting up, they're putting up half pipes and <clears throat> jumps in the middle of junkyards. So that's probably why no one's watching it. Just maybe one of the reasons. All right. Before I get into the last part of the podcast. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Garcia Sports Garage Podcast. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the follows. Thank you for the likes. Remember, every episode, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Thank you. 
I really do appreciate you and more to come. All right. Dexter, new blood. I'm warning you now. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers, spoilers. If you haven't seen it and you're planning to, this ends the podcast for you. But if you have seen it, then listen along. So Dexter, the original series, is top five of my favorite shows of all time. It was clever. It was different. A serial killer working in the Miami Metro Police Department, been able to get away with it for years. Just very well done. Very well written. And just like Game of Thrones, great all the way up until the end. The finale, it was disingenuous. It was unfair to fans. It was poorly written. It was lazy. It was anticlimactic. And you left fans like, I wasted all these years for that? I mean, he takes a boat into a hurricane and that's it. And then the camera pans out as you see him working as a lumberjack in the Pacific Northwest. So just did not leave fans with a good feeling leaving the show. Years later, it's announced that Showtime is going to revamp the series, title it Dexter New Blood, and give fans what they deserved. I feel better about the ending now. Same type of concept. Now he is on the East Coast. He lives in this little mountain town dating the chief of police. Interesting, yes. And then, the big surprise, his son Harrison shows up. As the show goes on, the season, you realize that Harrison also has a dark passenger. He has these deep, dark, evil tendencies. And Dexter has to struggle. Does he help his son, the one person he loves more than anyone? Does he help him guide the dark passenger? channel his emotions and when we see dexter for the first time in the show he hasn't killed for multiple years deborah his sister is alongside him acting as his mentor as his conscience throughout the season and um you know it, it, it's got twists it's got turns dexter goes back to his old ways only killing people who deserve it people who he's found proof that have done some have who have wronged people in the past there's a main villain there in the town who murders lost women who murders runaways so it's a good season it's exciting and the end it's better than the original but i would i would have liked to seen it completed in a different way i'll just leave it at that if you've seen it you know what i mean i hope they don't do a spinoff because it's over it's over literally the story of dexter is over So if you could find eight or nine hours in the next month or so to watch it, I would advise you to. It's fun. And um, there it is. So episode 78, it is done. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Again, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify. Follow me on Instagram, GSG Podcast. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon.